Hello and welcome. This is the Financial Fitness Show. I'm Mike Kerner, but the star of our show, as always, Bob Schwartz from Bob Schwartz Financial. A couple of different offices he has, Silver Lake, Kansas, and also Victoria, Kansas. But we can't forget about the uh, mobile office. Bob hangs out with us a lot of times in his mobile office because he travels all over the state of Kansas and talks to people. He meets people in the office or he can meet them wherever they happen to be. And today, uh, Bob is out on the road again. Bob, safe travels as you're out there today. We've got a couple of great topics to talk to you about today. You bet. Good morning, Mike. How are you today? I'm really good. Um, I'm excited. It's, uh, you know, cooler weather. That's always nice, isn't it? Yes, sir. Weather's gotten pretty nice. Hopefully we'll have a fall now. Yeah, that would be nice. Well, a couple of topics that we're going to get into here today. Uh, we're going to go with two topics again. First half today, we'll talk about uh, 5% bond market. We're seeing that 5% bond market na- that coming our way. Uh, we'll talk about that. And in the second half, we're going to talk about having patience in the market. So let's kick it off here real quick, Bob. Uh, 5% bond market. Uh Let's real quick give a background here. What is a bond market? What is a bond? Maybe you can give some background so people know a little bit about that before we get into details. Yeah, a bond is a is a promissory note, meaning it's uh, either a company or you know there's treasury bonds and there are corporate bonds and then there are municipal bonds. But they're all the same in the sense of the person that buys a bond is either loaning money to the government or to a government entity or to a private corporation. So, uh, for instance, any major corporation uh, will generally they'll have money borrowed for certain things, you know, whether that's uh, uh, R&D research and development or whether that's for uh, a building or whether that's for payroll there's they they, uh, they use bonds for for many different things and uh, of course the treasury the u.s treasury uh, buys bonds uh, that's how the government uh, r- you know raises the assets uh, to fund the government and so uh, with, uh, the governments or the corporations issue these bonds and people buy them and these companies pay an interest rate and the interest rate is generally better than what we can get on CDs, but they're uh, and that's why the banks uh, and the and, and it's less money for the corporations than what it would cost them to borrow it from a bank, and that's why they go out the bond market uh, to raise that money. So I hope I didn't get too complicated there. No, but it's uh, it's a way for companies to borrow money. Yeah, no, you didn't get complicated. One question I have though is interest rates in the bond market. Who sets those? Like you're saying, corporations could uh, look for R and D money or uh, the government. Well, most everybody's probably heard of the Fed and Fed funds, and the Federal Reserve Board uh, sets the the interest rates, and uh, basically. Uh, up until the middle of last year, money had been free for for businesses, for people buying homes, and for the federal government. All those, you know, they were basically paying paying one percent uh, because interest rates were set at zero. And uh, 
since that time, the Fed has raised interest rates to over 5%, and that's going to cause some pain throughout the economy. And the reason the Fed does that is to kind of slow the money, the, the, uh, to try and slow down inflation, uh, which we've had, of course, the past year. And uh, they try to do that very cautiously, and they want to get just about to a tipping point, and then they want to start backing it up. Yeah, but where is that tipping point? Do we know? Yeah, yeah, we don't know that, and they don't know that. So it's it's uh, it's more art than it is science. And uh, they say they might have one more raise coming, and. Uh, whether or not they do, it looks like we're going to be stuck around that 5% number for a while, meaning a while being six months to a year. Well, you know, you see these rates increasing, but, you know, when that happens, uh, it's like a snowball effect because uh, taxes increase, um, insurance rates increase, a lot of other things, uh, prices of groceries go up, a lot of things. It's kind of a trickle down to a lot of other places, too. Right. And that's so that's what they're trying to do with the interest rate increases is slow down that inflation. But then where where those increase in the bond market cause pain is we'll start with the biggest borrower. The federal government is having to pay a higher interest rate than they were just a year ago okay, or a year and a half ago, which is, you know, uh, five, five and a quarter, five and a half percent versus back then one uh, percent or less so the federal government is it costs more to borrow money what does that mean yeah you know that means it's going to cost us taxpayers more yeah i uh, see well, that and the next thing would be yeah and then what about companies companies interest rates are going to go up it's going to cost them more to borrow money so this affects most of all this affects utilities so what does that mean our utilities will do? It means our utilities are going to go up. So it's a uh, – and then what has it done to the housing market? Uh, interest rates on a 30-year mortgage are now over 7%. Slowed that and, down. Uh, all, yeah, all three of those things are going to put a huge pressure uh, and cause a lot of pain uh, for everybody in our economy, not just the inflation. But those interest rates rising are going to affect us all, also. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a lot of pain for a lot of people here for a while until that gets relieved. In fact, I saw a story online yesterday. It was uh, showing um, a ten dollar bill, and it said, "Here's the new one dollar bill." <laughs> oh, yeah. It, uh... It certainly is in my my work life span. That's about right. Uh, you, you know, it, it's just it's something we want to be cognizant of. Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of our clients are are super uh, happy about the fact that CD rates are now hovering over five percent, and uh, that is exciting. Uh, but it's going to be awfully hard for that 5% to stay up with inflation. So, you know, we want to be cautious. We want to understand where we have our money. And I will say very positively, people that have listened to our show for a long time have heard me talk about staying out of bonds uh, all during the time that the interest rates were at zero. 
because I, I mentioned during the, on those radio shows, Mike, I mentioned that the bond market was going to get hammered when interest rates go up. The 30-year bond, uh, the 30-year government bond from two years ago is down 53% from where it was at two years ago. So that's Big change. Uh, yes, yes. And that's why we didn't have anybody in the bond market uh, go for the past 10 years. But uh, those things are changing, and we're buying CDs now, and the bond market is getting attractive to, to approach as an investment end, uh, but not as a, uh, uh, you, know, you know, not in terms of something that's positive other than for that reason. Yeah, there's, there's a lot happening. There's a lot of cogs moving out there, and uh, you just got to be aware of it. And uh, people like you, your financial advisors and uh, financial planners, can uh, be up on that. They're the people that read about this all the time, and they're in the market themselves, so they know and have some in. So, Bob, we appreciate people like you. I'm going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with a second half here. And I'm kind of excited about the second half. We've got some really cool stuff to talk about in that. And, uh, again, Bob, thanks for joining us here in the first half. You bet, Mike. I look forward to that second half. All right, it's Bob Schwartz from Bob Schwartz Financial. Silver Lake, Kansas at 785-582-5805. Victoria, 785-301-2320. It's the Financial Fitness Show. I'm Mike Kerner. Back with the second half in just a moment. Hi, it's Julie, Director of Client Services at Bob Schwartz Financial. We welcome you to give us a call at 785-582-5805 and start a conversation with us about whatever financial and investment planning concerns you may have. Let's have a cup of coffee and start a conversation. Values, commitment, transparency. That's the Bob Sports Financial Way. Call Bob at 785-582-5805. Here we go, second half of the show. Welcome back. I'm Mike Kerner, Bob Schwartz, the star of our show from Bob Schwartz Financial. He's going to be talking to us about some really cool stuff, compounding and and kind of waiting out and patience. Patience, I guess, is the uh, big thing in this second half of the show. And uh, Bob is back with us. Bob, I'm looking at this article. Uh, it's, um, it's a pretty good article. It's a Ch- Charlie Munger says, the big money is not in the buying and the selling, but in the waiting. High returns don't actually require high effort. While Warren Buffett is often cited for his memorable quotes on investing, his longtime business partner and billionaire Charlie Munger has his own share of wisdom to offer. Munger once stated that big money is not in the buying and the selling, but in the waiting. This sentiment is perhaps not as widely cited as some of Buffett's lines, but holds tremendous weight in the investment world for several reasons. And we can get in some of those reasons right now. Uh, Patience, that is something big. That really pays off, Bob. And you could probably talk about that. You've seen that with many patients over the many years you've been in this. One of the key things uh, and what we always talk about with our clients with the equity portion of their portfolio, we always emphasize the importance uh, of time in the market. Uh, that is so important, and, and time time means patience. And uh, if you don't know who Charlie Munger is, it's spelled M-U-N-G-E-R, uh, he is one of the most interesting gentlemen uh, that I've ever heard speak. 
and he is 99 years old now. And you can Google him or you can go to YouTube and listen to him and Warren speak, him and Warren Buffett speak. And you will, anything you listen to by him, you will leave a smarter person. You will leave a better person because uh, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger get it. But the one key thing about patience and time is, is it allows the power of compounding to work for you. And uh, in the growth of any investment portfolio, dividends is a really important part of it. And the reinvesting of those dividends uh, allow for that, uh, the power of compounding to go to work for us and, and serve a purpose for us. Uh, and sometimes that seems like we're not being proactive enough, but we're actually doing is we're not interrupting the sequence of dividends uh, that we're receiving. We're not jumping out of the market and missing those and trying to jump back in and time it, uh, et cetera. Well, yeah, money is made by having patience and waiting it out. You can't just turn it overnight. Uh, that doesn't, and I mean, it happens rare, but, but very rarely. Right. One of the key things that I think any of our existing clients would say that, that, that Bob has helped them with is, is to understand the value of patience and, and that we've got to stay the course with the money that we have uh, obligated and designated uh, towards equity investing. So I, I, we are, uh, this is our number one core value in, in from, the, from the investment side of our firm is uh, we are going to invest over a, a period of time and we're not going to be in the business of jumping in and out of the market. Yeah, I've got another quote here for you, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how this goes with you. Um, and uh, this guy is not an investor, but uh, he was a, uh, a late-night spokesperson. And his name is Ron Popeil. Remember that guy? He was on those late-night infomercials. He, he had, he had a... I think he had a pocket fisherman. Yeah, he did. That was, I think, one of his first ones. But another one that he did, he was uh, had one of that rotisserie things. And one of the lines in the rotisserie infomercial was, set it and forget it. And so that's, you know, kind of works in this this thing, too. Right. Well, that, that is great. Uh, we are uh, our mantra, so to speak. We buy American companies vast amount of them that pay dividends and we hold them and we buy great American companies that our clients know and we understand that there's going to be uh, fluctuations in market value but we understand if we know what we own and if we own great companies uh, that we can stay the course and and maintain and and so yes uh, <laughs> yeah I do like Ron Popeil's uh, set and forget because that's what we want to do. We want to rebalance our portfolios. We want to stay on top of that, but we want to help our clients understand the the process of making money in equities and how how that works and how it can work for them. 
You know, we have a lot of a lot of your clients um, are uh, ranchers, farmers. I mean, that's that's a good percentage of your clients. Although you have lots of teachers and and young families and families of all ages, really, as clients. But one of the ones that you have a lot of focus with is farming and ranching. And that sometimes uh, there's a lot of patience there, and you really have to talk to them because their markets really fluctuate a lot too. I mean, when to sell this product, when to sell cattle, when to sell these uh, grain. Uh, and sometimes right. you don't have the patience or the time for patience. And, and I'm sure you talk to them about that and what to do with their money if they, they get out of that market early. Right. We, we look at, at, at uh, equity purchasing a lot like buying farm ground. And one of the things I always mention to ag producers is uh, when you bought a farm, whether it was pasture or uh, uh, crop ground, you didn't look at what it uh, cost you. You looked at how much income can I have that property earn for me. You didn't. Once you purchased it, you didn't. You didn't pay any attention to what you paid for it again. You just paid attention to how much income could that produce for you. Well, we want to buy equities that produce income for us, meaning dividends. But we don't have to sell a crop in order to generate that dividend. So what we want to do is have a predictable income that hopefully is with companies that have a history of increasing their dividends so that our, we can buy a, an equity position at a price that we feel is reasonable and we will know that it will return equity to us each year and we don't have to worry about when we sell it, that we can hold that for a long period of time and it will continue to spend in, spend income off to us. So very, very important. And I always, I, I can equate a lot of equity investing to uh, a ranch or a farm uh, ag producer investing uh, along the same lines. But it's true for everyone. And uh, like you mentioned, we have a lot of ag uh, clients. But as the years go by, we have more and more people out of uh you know, uh, government workers, like you said, teachers have always been a big part. Uh, we have a lot of medical. Uh, our, our practice goes across uh, uh, all professions, uh, but we are, because of, we're in Kansas, uh, we are very ag-centric. You've probably had a lot of uh, ranchers, farmers come in to talk to you over the years, and and uh, you sit down with the whole family. And uh, sometimes uh, the parent in the family is uh, is a, is an older person, and you're sitting down with the younger uh, fellow uh, people that are coming along that are going to take over that family farm. And I'm sure you give them tips sometimes that the older couple maybe didn't know, and they're like, "Well, Bob, why didn't we know about that early? I forgot or didn't know about that." And you're giving these uh, younger farmers and ranchers some advice and and tips how to be more successful yeah one of our uh, uh, i won't go into detail on it but one a lot of times when i speak to ag producers i talk about something that uh, for ag producers to do every year out of their working capital and uh, in terms of, of doing retirement are doing it out of their line of credit and and doing it and you know that they'll still exist as a as a farmer as a rancher uh, 
but if they will do it, they will also have money uh, set aside for themselves later in life to either go buy more farm ground or or to live off of uh, if if they wish to, you know, during their retirement. Yeah, those folks will come up and go, how come you didn't talk about this back when, you know, when we were young? And I'll say, well, I didn't know yet. Number one, number two, it wasn't available. So things keep changing. And uh, that, that actually brings up my grind my gears thing today, Mike. So you fell right into my category. Well, let's, let's, let's just go ahead and jump right into uh, what's bugging Bob then today. We'll find out what it is. So, so go for it. Yeah, it doesn't bug me. Uh, well, but I just think it's cool to say grinds my gears. I just think that's funny. But one of my pet peeves is, yeah, uh, you know, it, it used to be, maybe, I don't know, maybe 100 years ago somebody could say, I'm going to run my business like my dad did it. And, you know, that's changed today. Uh, I, I own a business. My dad owned the business. I, I do the tenants that my dad did. I treat I treat people with respect. I, I treat them like I would treat my own family, doing business with them. And that's how my dad did business. But you know, I do business different than my dad did. You know, we have computers. He didn't have the opportunity to have those. And so one of the things I think that can hurt us today is if we run our operation, the way dad did. And it's great to have the same values, the same work ethic, all those things that our dads had and our mothers had. But we need to stay abreast of all the new things and all the opportunities that we have to enhance those businesses for our family. So that's kind of what I wanted to harp on a little bit today is Keep looking at all the new things because there are great opportunities out there for you. Don't get stuck doing things the old way all the time. It's not always not always the best way. All right. Well, that's some uh, good words of wisdom. And, uh, Bob, of course, uh, you can give your plug here about uh, the two locations that you have and how they can get a hold of you and where you'll be able to travel. You'll go anywhere across the state. Yes, it, uh, I sure do. I sure do. I love traveling the state. Uh, I'm a professional driver who stops every now and then and visits with people. <laughs> That's how I explain myself. But uh, uh, I love to come out and visit people. I love for people to come to our office. We want to do what fits their schedule, and we want to sit down and talk with you about how to make your money create the most income for you during your retirement and to help you uh, pass on your family business and to, to, uh, to take care of everything that you wish to do financial planning-wise uh, and need some help with. Yeah, whether it is uh, whether it is your business, whether it is you personally or uh, your family, uh, Bob can help you out. And Bob, they can get a hold of you two different ways: Silver Lake phone seven eight five five eight two fifty eight zero five. Victoria is seven eight five three zero one two three two zero. Or they can go to the website where a lot of our podcasts are, and they can download them. Uh, the website is bobschwartzfinancial.com, and there's a lot of great info up there as well. So, Bob, thanks for joining us again today. Great talk today. 
And, and Mike, I want to point out one other quick thing. Yes. They can go to our webpage. They can go to our webpage. They can download the show, and nothing is captured. We're not going to start emailing them or anything like that. If they go and download, uh, we can see that a download was done, but that's it. And I just want people to know that, uh, you know, a lot of times you go to download something and you you find out you got to give them your phone number and everything else. And, and we don't believe in that. All so, right. Keeping it simple. Uh, if you want to talk to us, yeah, if you want to talk to us, call us. Uh, or, or get, send us an email, and uh, we will give you a call, but we're not going to, uh, uh, you know, you want to come and listen to our radio show, great. Come and listen to it. Give us a call whenever you'd like, whenever the time's right for you. All right. Thanks, Bob, for joining us today. That is it for the Financial Fitness Show this week. Have yourself a great weekend. Hi, I'm Julie. As the Client Relationship Specialist at Bob Swartz Financial, I'd like to personally invite you to have a conversation with Bob and our team. We are well-versed in all areas of planning for Kansans and are here to serve you. We want to make the conversation easy for you and can meet in person at our offices in Silver Lake and Victoria, or Bob and Logan would be glad to come to your home. Give us a call today at 785-582-5805. That's 785-582-5805. Start a conversation today. You'll be glad you did. Bob Swartz Financial. Values. Commitment. Transparency. Investment advisory services offered through Cobbler Capital Management, Silver Lake, Kansas. Cobbler Capital Management LLC is a registered investment advisor, and the opinions expressed by Bob Schwartz Financial on this show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of Cobbler Capital Management LLC. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be depended upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.